Hi. So for many of us, 2022 was a challenging year. Uh, we've been dealing with a post-pandemic world where the previous rules of engagement don't apply anymore, but where nothing has formally replaced them yet. So on one end, it brings a lot of uncertainty. And on the other end, it brings the opportunity for us to rewrite the playbook on how we want to navigate our lives. So my name is Peggy Van de Plage. I'm the author of Paris Mushrooms and Me, uh, which is a book on uh, microdosing and personal transformation. So um, or do we want to have an amazing 2023? So one might choose to go back to past routines and habits uh, in a world that doesn't vibe at the same beat anymore. And then feeling lost and confused as to why things don't work the way they used to, why they don't have the same sense of control over situation, why everything seems like a drag. I see many people around me that are in this state of affairs. They feel drained, they feel depressed, they feel lost, they feel stuck. Uh, they're trying to revive a way of life that is not there anymore. And in all honesty, uh, the prior ways of being, doing and thinking, um, you know, they were not serving them very well anyway. They knew how to behave, but it was a bit like playing a game that is definitely not the best game for you to play, but where well, we understand how to play it. So one becomes very skilled at contortioning themselves in order to be part of a play that has no role for them. So this is when the confusion arises. Or does one let go of playing well, the wrong part in the wrong story? On the other end, others might decide to use the opportunity to write their own part, to invent their own game that will be aligned, or at least better aligned, uh, with who they are and what they want. Um, using the disruption of a pandemic to push back on the nonsense, reinvent themselves, and, and you know, define their own personal rules of engagement. And during the pandemic, we have seen and we have experienced this redesigning of our lives to some degree. It was more or less intentional and it is still unfolding. Uh, working from home is an obvious one. Uh, many of us have embraced it. And um, despite corporations that are not pushing hard uh, to have their employees back at their workstation, uh, such as obedient soldiers, uh, regardless of the cause that it has for their value partners, money, time, energy. Uh, a lot of us are really, really holding on to uh, this new way of living. So, of course, I will encourage you uh, and myself at the same time uh, to opt for an intentional redesign of our lives in order to be more aligned with our own authentic selves. Uh, that doesn't mean ditching careers, spools, and tutti quanti. The goal is really to be more purposeful with our resources, aligning them as much as possible with what we love. We want to spend more time and energy on what brings us joy and re-energize us. And inversely, we want to minimize what drains us. So when I started to be uh, more intentional with my life, I put together a super quick map of where I was allocating my time and energy. So um, it's, you know, a very uh, free by free, uh, what brings me energy and joy, what is neutral and what is draining. 
and I would sort it by people, activities, and places. And I would put inside of, of uh, this little uh, boxes uh, what were these different people, activities, and places, and whether they were bringing me joy, they were neutral, or they were draining my energy. And uh, doing that exercise, and it's it's quick, I mean, it, but it was a real eye-opener for me. Um, I realized how oh, much I was prioritizing people, activities, places that were actually sucking the energy out of me. And this was under the pretext of being polite, uh, you know, the habits or, you know, kind of surrendering when someone asks you 10 times to do something and you're just tired of saying no while well, you're just doing it. But that's, that's not good for you. Uh, and on the other end, I was putting last what was making me feel joyful and energized because usually there were activities for me. Um, so I recommend you to really put together your own little cheat sheet, uh, maybe over the course of a normal week or something like that, to assess what are these people, activities, places that are accretive or not to your life. And uh, you can also roughly allocate the time you spend to get an even clearer picture of where you stand. Um, be precise enough. Uh, otherwise, it will not bring you a great insight. So putting large categories such as work, uh, my relatives, you know, that's too broad. But uh, opt rather for, you know, emails, meetings, project A, this type of thing. So you know where um, each is bringing you joy or energy and, and, and which doesn't. So you can even go crazy uh, if you want to add additional layer of precision, uh, sub, such as, you know, sub-levels of energy and joy, you know, high, medium, low. To assess, you know, where are your biggest returns and where are your largest losses as well, uh, based on the time and energy you invest. So, for example, grocery shopping uh, might only take two hours a week, um, but that creates a very high energy loss. Um, while cooking might be taking you um, seven hours a week, uh, but it's neutral in terms of joy and energetic value add. So, so the loss by unit of time uh, related to grocery shopping is way higher than for cooking. Uh, but if you really, really want to have a super detailed picture, uh, you can also take into consideration the energy input and not just the time input. So for example, grocery shopping might be a low energy input while cooking is a high energy input. So that rebalance a bit the, the, the equation. So, so it's really, you know, a way to grasp where too much time and energy are allocated to losing situations uh, and where not enough time and energy are allocated to winning situations. So, um, and obviously the goal is to redesign your life to minimize the energy suck as much as possible, and maximize the energy boost. So you can build the same type of map if you want for your other resources, such as your money. I think, uh, you know, starting the year with that is, is pretty good usually. Uh, so are you allocating too much money uh, to activities or things that don't really bring high returns at the expenses of more fulfilling activities? So, uh, for example, you might be spending too much money on uh, shopping, restaurants, um, that are actually low short-term energy boost, 
um, and that crowds out your resources for your vac vacation budget, which would be high long-term energy boost. So, so that's that's good as well to to look at uh, the money uh, if if you if you want to really dig in. So, but one thing that's very important that's missing from this map is the people, activities, places that would bring you loads of energy and joy, but had been cut out due uh, to a lack of resources, um, maybe limiting belief, habits, uh, or they've just never been there in the first place. So, you know, for me, when I was young, I used to love reading novels. Uh, I was always with a book, uh, and my biggest pleasure was to curl up with a book uh, for hours. I just, I just love that. Um, as a student, though, I stopped reading. Uh, to be fair, I was more interested in partying at the time. Uh, and when I started working, I thought it was a waste of time to read fiction. Uh, so for a couple of decades, I, I, I only engaged in reading fiction very rarely uh, and with a lot of guilt because, you know, I could be reading something more interesting, something more valuable for my career, you know. Um, but it was not taking into consideration the very important fact that for me, reading a good novel was very uplifting. So what is bringing you a lot of joy and that you cut out for efficiency reasons? What did you love doing as a kid that made you feel safe and fun and that you're not doing anymore? Um, additionally, trying out new things is a great way to find out if... Uh, Activities, people, places that are not yet on your radar uh, could be bringing you joy and energy. So you don't have to stick with them forever if you don't like them uh, or if there are things you like more, you know. So uh, in 2023, I will try something new every month. So in January, I decided that it would be cross-country skiing. Uh, I've always wanted to try cross-country skiing, uh, but I've never made the efforts to, to try it. So um, and a new activity is a great way to meet new people, discover new places. Uh, you can even rope in some family members and friends to make it a, a fun outing. So um, this year, several of my friends have also decided to participate in the One New Thing a Month Challenge. Uh, so if you want to benefit from the group accountability, you know, write a comment uh, below in uh, in the comment section. Um, and every month I will share my new thing uh, and what I learned from it, actually. So ideally, pick activities that will bring you closer to your authentic self. So, for example, when I was a kid, I loved playing sports, being outside, reading, writing, animals. Um, so last year in 2022, I added an increased activity such as playing tennis, uh, volunteering at an animal shelter, reading, writing. So I also went out of my comfort zone by picking books uh, that I would not normally read. Um, I also started watching shows uh, I would never have watched. Reality TV is a good example. That's never something I, I was interested in. So I, I tried I was not very successful, but at least I tried to watch some reality TV just to understand what, what it was. Um, same thing, I'm listening to podcasts that were really out of my wheelhouse. So, so and as you probably know, the biggest change I made uh, was obviously to start uh, microdosing psychedelics. That was a big, big change for me in 2022. And if you want to learn more on these topics, uh, check out my video. I have a lot of videos on, you know, microdosing psychedelics, how to get unstuck and, and stuff like that. So you can you can learn more about that. Um, 
And, and one thing I also want to mention is that we tend to have very rigid ideas of who we are and what we like. Um, but I mean, what if these ideas were not totally true? What if some activities that were absolutely not you uh, would actually bring you tons of positive energy and joy? I mean, it's worth a try. Uh, usually it only requires a very small change uh, in our decision-making to, to forego our usual default choice. So, so some changes will require to rock the boat, that's for sure. Um, not spending the holidays, for example, with your family, um, that would rock the boat. But I mean, that's why vacation abroad exists. Uh, and, but, you know, if you feel miserable, what is the point to put habits and convenances first? You know, no one who loves you would want that for you anyway. So all these changes, big and small, will really bring you closer to your authentic self, uh, that part of you that is still untouched uh, by outside conditioning, limiting belief, and convention. So, so you want that part of you to grow bigger and ultimately be your entire self. So uh, being your authentic self is really the, the only way to feel safe, secure, worthy, happy, at peace, uh, and regardless of the external circumstances, otherwise you're always slave uh, to what's happening outside of you. So, so that's really your North Star. Um, for me, uh, making all these changes, uh, writing a book, um, and you can reserve your copy of Paris Mushroom and Me on my website. The link is, is below. Um, reading more, playing more sports, uh, spending more time outside, but also spending less time on people, activities, places that were, um, I mean, at best time suck, uh, at worst toxic, uh, really gave me more energy, more joy, and more, you know, lightness of being, more zest for life. And uh, I really feel that I'm back in control of who I want to spend my time and energy versus blindly following my autopilot. Um, and, and that has really given me a lot of freedom and uh, personal power. So, I mean, it can be the same for you. It's not, it's not that complicated. Um, there's a great, great book that I recommend uh, if you want to spend more time on this topic, and it's called The Passion Test. I'll put the link uh, below as well. So um, thank you so much for watching. Uh, please share any questions, any comments. I really like um, you know, exchanging and uh, really looking to uh, get the conversations uh, going. Have a great day. Talk to you soon.